Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Don't worry, Carolyn hasn't gone country. She's just uh, half Canadian, half Chicagoan or something like that. What's up, everybody? Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Carolyn, check us no sports coming up here in just a quick minute. You missed anything in the first hour of the show. We had our second across the sidelines of the week. We heard from Brad Laird, the head coach of Northwestern State, on uh, yesterday, that is, uh, to lead yesterday's show at his team coming to Missoula on Saturday. Then we just heard from uh, Gary Goff, the first-year head coach of McNeese State, his team playing at Montana State on Saturday night. Uh, we also talked about Marcus Wellnell, officially, officially, officially number 37 after, uh, I guess if you can call it officially, being on the internet, I guess, <laughs> being on a hype video in, uh, in a jersey and Mar- Montana making it official. He was officially moved to 37 on the roster, so I guess that actually is what makes it official. We also talk some Big Sky Conference football as well. You can find all of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the Montana State Bookstore. Namaste. I like when they say, from the warrior in me to the warrior in you. I'm feeling very zen today because... <laughs> We have been going to hot house yoga. It is seriously amazing. I can't believe how many people in my life told me, Coulter, you'll never be able to do it. It's way too hot. I was hooked after the first 15 minutes. Right? It's not that hot. I mean, it's hot. But it's it, hot. It but is so glorious. awesome. It's glorious. It yeah. teaches you how to breathe. It's like the most relaxing thing I've ever done. It's very strenuous, but mm-hmm. I still leave there feeling like a whole new man. I know. I absolutely love it. I did um, yoga sculpt yesterday, and oh, I... Yeah was drenched. Like yep. I'm, I wore the wrong shirt because it was cotton. And then you can see every disgusting, sweaty sweat mark in cotton, you know, on cotton. But I was so impressed with how much I, I sweat out. It was, I mean, my hair drenched, like completely drenched. Yeah. It's great. It is great. So uh, Hot House Yoga is one of our new sponsors. Yeah, I love it. I'm on this whole new health kick. I, uh, you know, I love football season, but during football, I, I'm i at it from 7.30 in the morning until whenever I fall asleep at my computer. I mean, I fall asleep at my computer 
three nights a week probably. Wow. And, you know, I'll wake up to like 17 Ks in a row right. that have been typed and then finally make question my mark, way to question my mark. bed. Yeah, right, right. But I was thinking I got to figure out a way to stay healthy. It can't just be takeout and beer for dinner and all that. Right. And so I've, I got this new thing going and uh, the hothouse has very much helped me. I've been having this bad hip forever and it's not hurting me at all. I mean, all of it has been so great, but thank you for introducing me to hot yoga because it's definitely a huge part of our fit during football initiative here. Yeah. Well, they have all sorts of classes, including in the summer, which is almost over paddleboard yoga out on the river. I mean, how cool and beautiful is that? It is super cool. I always think that the paddleboard stuff too, if you can get it down, then you can float the river and get a core workout at the same time. Right. What a great uh, multitask. Exactly. They have um, a sculpting class. It's not really, a lot of those classes what I love about them is I'm not really into the super yogi, like guru type stuff. I love it when I'm in yesterday during this class, they were playing apple bottom jeans. (laughs) I mean, how can you not just love that in the middle of this yoga class? Um, you can visit hothouseyogamissoula.com and uh, look at their classes and their schedules and all the things they offer. And they are right downtown at 127 North Higgins. This is The Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. It's presented now in part by Hot House Yoga and uh, as well as Buff City Soap. Appreciate both of those fine people for keeping us fresh and clean and healthy. Uh, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, our good friend Carolyn joining us here uh, on Nuanas now. Yeah, those uh, the teachers are outstanding as well. I mean, Jen, Amy, and Katrina are taking classes from all three of them, and they're all really, really good. So I yeah. uh, really appreciate it. Very great addition to my life. All right, what sort of sports do you not know about this week? Well, let's just talk about it. Tom Brady's face. <laughs> sent you this this morning with no response, so I knew you were saving it. I was um, at a meeting and then driving, and I try not to, you know, text and drive. So Tom Brady was gone. We spoke about this last week for 11 days, and it's been a super secret, you know, situation. He came and did his his press conference and said that he's 45 going through a bunch of stuff and just lay off, man. I don't think he said that, but he pretty much did. So... I have a lot of things, feelings right now. Sure. If he went, first of all, I don't care. If he wants to get plastic surgery, go for it. I mean, it's clear he's had tons of work done over the years. When you have that much money, I don't even know if it's one specific thing. It's not just like one shot or one face surgery. Like the dude, the Tom Brady's change of complexion is a combination of so many different things. Oh, sure. He does eat perfectly. Yes. He's now a middle-aged man. So he's, you know, I mean, he he drinks once a year uh, right. after they win the Super Bowl. One sip. Right. Like right. He, he probably hasn't had a freaking Cheeto since like the Ever. 90s. Yeah. Right. He also, you know. I mean, I read an article that he invests over a million dollars a year in his body. I Clearly, mean, I, I mean, do if, too. I mean, if you made $60 million, though, why wouldn't sure. you have a masseuse and a personal chef and a hydro, you know, a, yeah. a, a, a hyperbaric chamber and every supplement and vitamin under the sun? And, you know, he's probably drinking water that none of us have ever even seen. It's like super ionized and fresh. From and the water. Himalayas. Exactly. So it's a combination of all of the things. I agree. And I also don't think... Um, someone goes and gets facial plastic surgeon right at the beginning of their football season. That would be so stupid because that all has to settle and there's a whole lot that goes into it. I think he, he also looks like he's lost a ton of weight. He looks very skinny for a professional football player. Like his face, I don't, so I don't necessarily, I think he's had some stuff. That's fine. Great. But I think I I now really believe he was on the mass Singer. (laughs) Well, the other thing that's worth noting, and I've been a, a, having a, had a firsthand example of this, 
as a species of animals, we are rapidly evolving in how we know how to take care of ourselves. Like there's a lot of information out there that's very accessible about a lot of the lies that we've been told about the subsidized food industry and the things that we eat and drink. I mean, I have completely changed my diet and habits over the last six months. And I've noticed enormous differences in both physical appearance and mental health and all that. If I had hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank and I didn't have to worry about anything but being the, a perfect physical specimen, it's a pretty big advantage. I mean, there you can hate on it all you want, but there's a certain science behind it. Tom, I, Tom Brady's very smart when it comes to his his physical well-being. Um, I think he might have also had some this thing called the Morpheus 8 done. Have you what heard of this? this? This is the most advanced laser microneedling uh, machine out there right now. By the way, Skin Chic has one. Wow. Just an FYI, a little plug. And it's basically one step away from a facelift without being invasive and having stitches and do, going under the knife. So I'm thinking he had a series of these treatments, a little Botox, no filler. He definitely does not have no filler, filler in his face. Those cheekbones are high, but I think they've always been that way. Sure. His chin is very chiseled. Sure. Um, so I just think he's uh, he's had some good... Some good like, you know, medical skincare. For sure. Yeah. It's a variety. It's all of the factors. It really is. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that we can really lean on as optimistic for the future. It used to be that you just relied on nature to keep you young and full of zest. And then, right. you know, there's always the old joke, like I turn 40, it's all downhill from here. That doesn't have to be the case anymore. Like if you just work out all the time, you can be very vibrant and healthy and very good looking for into your 60s and 70s. Do you remember the movie Cocoon? I do not. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I um, always leave those in there just to, you know, make everybody <laughs> realize just how Hollywood you actually are. Sorry, that's my agent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cocoon was this movie in the 80s that was about all these old people. I don't really remember, but these people were really old. And then now... <laughs> It was like they were 50. Sure. But if you look at, I'll post some pictures on my Instagram at chick who doesn't know sports. Give me a follow. I'm only at 98 followers, people. <laughs> um, these people were like practically my age. And right. like now you look at 50, 55, 60 even. I mean, Sandra Bullock is 58 years old and I just saw her in a movie and she is Hot. I mean, Jennifer Lopez is... is 52, 53. She looks way better than when yeah. she was first famous. And when she was first famous, I was five. Right. <laughs> I'm 35 yeah. now, you know? I mean, people are just aging better. I think we, that, and why we, not? We just know so much more about it, too. Right. I mean, it's as simple as, like, Jennifer Lopez says, hey, my number one secret is I just carry around a gallon of water and I drink two of them every single day. I mean, that... It's something that people just didn't dedicate themselves to nearly as I much. I mean, did you ever drink water when you were a kid? I uh, never. We well, drank milk I, at I dinner. I had a different, uh, a different upbringing. My mother uh, went to college as to be a nutritionist and is one of the... Uh, I mean, yeah, your mom is fit. I mean, my, yeah. my mom, I won't say how old she is, but uh, she certainly looks 20 years younger oh, than her age. she's a babe. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, you know, good example for, yeah, sure. for one, sure. One that I rebelled against for about uh, 10 years of a lot of beer drinking. But like we but didn't carry on, I guess in high school I carried around a water bottle, but it's not like now where I'm like, oh, I have to chug all this 100%. water all day. I mean, when's and, the, when, at what point in your life did you start reading the ingredients on stuff? You yeah. Know, I mean, you I mean, didn't read any ingredients until like a couple years ago. No. I mean, you still drink Diet Coke, so you obviously I don't know, read the so ingredients. Good. Although I think I'm going to have to cut it out because yeah, it's a long story. It's just not agreeing with me these days. <laughs> 
So you can also know sports ESPN radio as well as SWX Montana television and the ESPN Montana app. Hope you're having a great Thursday. This is presented in part by our Fit During Football initiative. Thanks to Elevate Nutrition for all the great power teas and post-workout shakes they've been providing me as well as thanks to Hot House Yoga for all the uh, relaxing and mindful practices that we've been engaging in down there. And also thanks to Buff City Soap as well for their continued sponsorship of uh, Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. All right, what else you got? So former U.S. Open champion Bianca Andreescu. Okay. She was playing in the first round of the U.S. Open yep. this last, I think it was, I don't know, sometime this week. And her, I don't know if you saw the pictures of her dress, but it was a Nike dress who sponsors her. But okay. it seriously looked like a 1940s bathing suit. Like, this skirt was so long and flowy and floppy, and the poor girl could not play tennis in it. I mean, the wind was like kicking up the skirt. Wow. It was just a bizarre outfit. So she went up to the umpire and said, hey, can I please go change? I guess you get two bathroom breaks in um, in a match. And she didn't want to waste, you know, one of her bathroom breaks just in case, I guess. And she said, this dress, is I cannot play tennis in it. I can't hit my forehands. This is not my fault. It's Nike's fault. They designed this awful dress. And then like the microphone picked it all up. So she changed and put on like a much better outfit for tennis. And, um, and then of course people were calling her out for talking smack about Nike. This is not the U.S. Open story I thought you were going to go with. Well, I have another one. I thought the the, pra- so, the praise and uh, final coronation of the queen of the I U.S. Open. Okay, I will get okay. to that. I will get to that. This is my fashion police segment yeah, yeah, like on it. the U.S. Like Open it. because I, like I need it. to comment on that as well. But so we're okay. So we're in this world now. It's uh, at the same time empowering and incredibly frustrating, where there's a lot of, of movement that's been happened to to not exploit particularly women for their um, beauty and bodies and all that. I think that a lot of that stuff is is good. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a certain element of appreciating beauty. And tennis is one of the, the sports where uh, it, it does go sort of hand in hand. Like having a, a nice, cute tennis outfit is part of the sport, right? It's like part of your the persona. Best part. Right. Oh my God, I love wearing so, my little tennis so, skirts. So yeah, so where are we at with this? Because it, it is sort of like, okay, we don't want to only, like Anna Kornikova was famous because she looked so great playing tennis, even right. though she was never she as good as, <laughs> yeah. as she looked playing tennis. Right. That was sort of unfortunate that she got put on this pedestal for things that were beyond her athletic accomplishments. Where are we at with this? Because I mean, this is sort of an example of that, the uh, the back and forth of the... Uh... Well, I'll tell you, when you're playing tennis, you cannot have out, uh, clothes like flailing around. Right. Guys don't have this problem. They wear shorts and a, and a button-down shirt, not button-down, you know, polo shirt, whatever, or a t-shirt. That they're, They don't have skirts flowing around. They don't have designers, you know, trying to make statements, whatever, whatever. You need to have. You need to be able to move on the court. You need to be able to hit your strokes, serve, do, do what you got to do without distraction. And that is why some of those clothes are smaller. It's sort of like volleyball players too. They wear those little shorts sure. and stuff. This has been fascinating to watch in men's basketball because in the seventies and eighties it was nothing short but short shorts. shorts, and then in the nineties with the Fab Five it was nothing but right. just like Big par- parachute pants. Right. And then the guys realized, well, as much as that might look quote unquote cool, we can't dribble the ball between our legs and stuff. Right. So that's stupid. And so now all the guys are back to wearing the short shorts. It's way more functional. It's all about function, and there's nothing worse than outfit trauma. And 
and that is just when I go to work and I have outfit trauma, I can't function. I can't imagine trying to play tennis. Totally. And having outfit trauma. So. I mean, it's just like when you play in any sport. Like if your compression shorts are wrong or like they're getting all bunched yep. up or your socks suck, it throws you completely yep. off. Like it's when you go skiing, you got the yep. bad socks. Horrible. Oh, the one time we were in yoga and I got these new... Uh, pants from Costco and the waistband kept rolling down because just the way they <laughs> yeah. fit. And I'm like, I can't do yoga. These are pants that cannot be for yoga because you're bendy and you're doing all st- all the stuff. Like I have to have certain pants for yoga. So I empathize with her and I think she made the right choice. And Nike, you know what? Shame on you for making such a non-functional outfit for a professional tennis player. There I said it. <laughs> Chick who doesn't know sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app are good friend Carolyn Joining us here in studio. Okay, what else you got? So, speaking of U.S. Open fashion, Serena Williams, they did, of course, a big pomp and circumstance for her as their last professional match or, you know, uh, tournament. But her outfit looked like she was going to do a triple Lutz out there on the court. It was hideous. Did you see it? I did see it. It was very Serena, though. She's very bold in her fashion choices. Long sleeves? Hey, when you're the queen, you're the queen. I know, but that just does not seem comfortable. Speaking of functional. Uh, I, I agree. Sarita's, you know, when you're on your farewell tour and uh, your next career is going to be as a fashion, you know, guru and maybe even designer, but certainly like promoter, then, you know, you yeah. wear the unorthodox stuff. Well, I will. Um, the only reason I allow this is because she dressed her daughter in a matching outfit and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. For sure. And uh, that's that's the whole point of the Serena Williams story is uh, that she's doing this, one, because she's had an illustrious and unprecedented career, but two, because she wants to be a mom. Yeah, I love it. I think, I think she is the epitome of you've hit your stride, you've done what you can do, you retire, and you just be with your family and just enjoy life. I wish some football players would do the same. Not naming names. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady. Uh, all right. What else you got? All right. Aaron Rodgers finally admits that he misled the media by saying he was yes, immunized. He, um, he went on Joe Rogan, which was probably just the most misogynist um, podcast episode ever between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but he went on Joe Rogan and chatted all about it and said that he was he underwent holistic immunization for COVID. And I'm not sure what that is, but... Um, and that he he realizes now that he misled the media and he feels bad for it. And um, I guess my question is, the NFL last year required a vaccine, mm-hmm. but he still played. Right. Okay. And then now they don't require a vaccine. <sighs> this is such muddy <laughs> waters. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is so good that Aaron Rodgers is never not going to play. Even though he was not immunized. I'm going to explain this again like I have constantly and controversially for several years now. The only thing that keeps you from not playing in the NFL is if you suck at football. That's it. It does not well, matter. Clearly. What, I mean, it look at all the... It doesn't matter what you do. Right. I mean, unless you commit a crime so egregious that you remain in prison, right. if you right. are not in prison, you will play if you are good enough to play in the NFL. It's sick. It's wrong. It's... Facts. Yeah. It just is. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, immunization is, is nothing compared to this Deshaun Watson. Well, I know. Horror house. And, right. I agree. I mean, 
you know, they got they got dudes that are starting running backs in the NFL that punched women in the face on camera and they're still playing. Agreed. I, 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 it's not right, it's, but it's it horrible. is what it is. Yeah. Well, um, they don't re- require the vaccine anymore, so it's not an issue. He doesn't have to lie about it. I think I think he's gonna. I think we're we're gonna see a different Aaron Rodgers since his ayahuasca Peru trip. I think I think he might soften up. I think I think uh, I'm not gonna say I like him, but I I'll be interested to watch. All right, we're uh, we're up against it, so let, let us know. What else you got? Last right. thing here. Last thing. This one's just sort of a crazy story. Washington Commanders running back Brian Robinson. He was a rookie. Crazy. Drafted, I think, first-round draft pick. Shot last week during an armed robbery attempt. Um, he was struck by two bullets in the glute and lower leg. Survived, thank goodness. Um, he was really close to home. I mean, it's just it's a wild story. But he's okay. And this morning on the news, I saw he came back to the stadium today or yesterday, and all of his coaches were like all choked up and so happy to see him. And it was so sweet. And I really hope he can recover and play. And your, please don't tell me a bad story about him. Your homework for next week is to research Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Redskins football team commanders. Okay. Research Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder, okay. He is your new least favorite person in the history of the world. Oh, okay. Dan Snyder blows all of these people out of the water at how uh, unbelievably immoral and gross he is. Great. But then you have to think that it's not a coincidence that the Washington football team, now the Washington Commanders, has had some of the worst karma of any team in in all of football. I mean, Sean Taylor, one of the best players in their franchise history, shot to death. <gasps> Dwayne Haskins, their former starting quarterback, Run over on the side of the highway, died. Oh, is that the one just recently? Just this last yeah, year, yeah. yeah. And then this kid gets shot, and he looks like he's okay for now, but... His uh, his career could be over. A lot of know. bad stuff yeah. going on. I don't want to get all woo-woo crazy, but... Uh, okay, I will research karma it. Karma is real, in my personal opinion. All so. right, well, I'll research it. Yep. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, thanks so much to Hot House Yoga for getting me feeling all sorts of righteous, elevate nutrition, keeping me fueled up. And uh, full of protein as well as uh, Buff City Soap. Uh, Buff City Soap, real quick, I need to point out, after Hot House Yoga, I am literally drenched. Yep. Sweat, just gross. That laundry soap, it works wonders. Well, you have teenage boys, too, so and this is a great yes, uh, addition Yes, between to the my sweaty stuff and uh, my teenage boys just, you know, existing, their laundry soap, plant-based, um, refillable, Super soft, super sensitive, you know, for sensitive skin, everything. It is, I highly recommend it. Buff City Soap is on, in Northgate Plaza on North Reserve by Albertsons. Definitely go check them out. Um, Plant-based, handmade, all Missoula made, locally owned and operated. Go check them out. She does no sports here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. Thank you very much, Carolyn. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste from the warrior in me to the warrior in you. Never thought I'd be doing yoga, but uh, life's long. Life's a dance. We learn as we go. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Thursday. How about some high school football? Primetime matchup here in Missoula tonight. Bozeman High School playing Sentinel. If you can make it down to Missoula County Public Stadium, awesome. If you can't, it'll be right here on SWX Montana Television. Levi Weshi, the coach of the visiting team, those Bozeman Hawks will join us next. What does he think of the daunting task of facing the two-time defending Class AA state champion Spartans. Levi Weshi next here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. 
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Definitely one of the most sad breakup country songs ever, but uh, what a good song, man. Jason Aldean, one of the great songwriters in all of country music. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuana's now. ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television, or maybe you're tuning in on uh, the new ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're joining us, thanks so much for being here. It's Thursday night. There's Thursday night football tonight. Part of this is fun because it gives you something to do. Part of it's fun because you're going to have a game on television tonight. Uh, Bozeman High School playing at Sentinel High School, so it'll be right here on SWX Montana. Um... Part of this is because of the official shortage, though, as well. If you want to be involved in football in any way or you want to be involved in in high school sports or the community and you have it available in your schedule, I would tell you, like, try it out. Being an official is really fun. It's a great way to give back. It's a great way to follow high school sports. And uh, more than anything, we just need it. Like, if people stop doing civic things, if they stop giving their time civically, then activities aren't going to exist. Like, you have to have people that volunteer their time. And I know that there's a great many out there that do and that understand that, and thank you for it. I know we all could do more. I know life's busy and we're spread thin. But uh, if you have the ability to to be an official, and this isn't a volunteer thing either, right? Like, you're going to get paid, and you get paid pretty pretty well. I used to ref when I was in college all the time, make extra money. It was, it was great. Anyways, that's not to take away from what's going to be a great matchup in Missoula tonight. Bozeman High School at uh, Sentinel High School, and uh, before we get there, though, it is a Thursday, and uh, we were having so much fun in hour number one talking number 37 and talking about the Big Sky Conference slate of games. I completely blew through this, but every Thursday, mostly during the 4 o'clock hour, but right now we'll do it right here uh, during the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to give you a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market. Warren's Market, the uh, oldest grocery store in Missoula. It's a wonderful place, a great place to gather. You always see somebody you know. Great selection of specialty wines. They also have these awesome gourmet dish dinners that you can grab and just put right in the oven. Uh, super delicious. And uh, they also have the best sandwiches in town, or some of the best sandwiches in town. We're going to give you a sandwich, and we're going to get you a six-pack of beer to wash it down with as well. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888 888- one zero two nine. Caller number three. We got a six pack of beer and a sandwich, courtesy of Warden's Market. Well, we're already into the throes of it. We're into the heart of high school football season, and we continue with our coaches' corner series, highlighting 
coaches from a variety of different varsity sports from around the state of Montana. This week, a football angle. We go to Bozeman, Montana to welcome in the head coach of Bozeman High School. Levi Weshi joining us here on Nuanas Now on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. And coach, appreciate you being here. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, first and foremost, let's just talk about coming into this season because uh, Bozeman, a great program, the city of Bozeman under so much transition in every different element, whether it's the growth, the expansion, uh, a new high school in Bozeman, Gallatin, Belgrade High School moving to AA, huge population influx, the university at Montana State is growing big time as well. So uh, what have you thought of just the way Bozeman has been changing and also has it had an influence on, on Bozeman High School and the football program there at Bozeman High? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of change. I just think about when I first moved here 16 years ago to start teaching and coaching at this high school. Um, it, we, it's a lot of change. And then, you know, specifically within the football program, the last uh, two years has been with the opening of Galton High. We've had a lot of change just in our program. So, um, you know, yeah, we, we're definitely been affected. You know, we're fighting numbers, which we've never had to do before. Um, you know, we had 57 kids, freshmen through senior, out for football last year, which was the lowest I've, I've seen, we were one of the lower ones in the state, you know, um, it just kind of cut us out the way the lines fell. And I think our district did the best that they could, the way the lines fell, we just, um, you know, our cl- our lower classes really got split up after 2019. And, you know, we had 10 seniors last year. We got nine seniors this year. Um, but, uh, we're starting to grow back up again. You know, we're at 80 kids this year, uh, which is great. And I'm thinking, you know, in a year or two, we'll be back in the, the mid nineties or, or um, low 100. So, you know, we're coming back slow and we're adjusting to everything and we've got to do a lot more coaching and understanding uh, of how to get our, our sub-varsity programs to be competitive and be able to still field those teams. But um, And our kids are having to do maybe a little bit more than they would normally have to do as far as, you know, playing snaps or even just um, competing in multiple games at those sub-varsity levels. But they're willing to do it and um, um, I feel like you know, we have a pretty competitive team this year, which I'm really excited about. Is there anything you can do as a coach, or is it completely out of your control? I mean, is it, is it just about sort of uh, stemming the tide and, and seeing how things shuffle out? Yeah, a lot of it's about just, you know, staying the course and doing the right thing. But, you know, we're recruiting our hallways really hard all the time, um, you know, trying to encourage kids to come out and play football. I'm a lot more involved with making sure, you know, we're retra- retaining the kids that are playing middle school football maybe than we ever have. So I think there are things we can do to improve our chances, um, you know, and, 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 and obviously continue to create an environment here at the high school that kids want to play football and, and continue to have our culture, you know, sell ourselves to the kids and to our, our families here in town. Um, so, yes, there, I think it's both. I think some of it you just got to ride the storm out a little bit, and I think some of it is also you got to work a little bit harder maybe um, at certain things than you've ever worked before. Levi Weshi joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio and statewide television, SWX Montana TV. You can also always tune in on the new ESPN Montana app. He's the head coach at Bozeman High School. Bozeman got their season off last week uh, with a 28-21 home loss to Helena Capital. Capital coming into this year, very tough squad with a lot of talented players. So just take us through last week. Uh, obviously a huge test for your team uh, in game one. What did you think of your team's effort? And uh, just take us through just the way that game played out last weekend in Bozeman. Uh, yeah, you know, I thought our, our effort was excellent. Um, we, were, we, we looked pretty gritty, to be honest with you. They have a very talented offensive and defensive line. They got multiple Division One players on their team. 
Um, we have our offensive tackle, Everett Carr, signed Division One, and like I said, we only have nine seniors, but all nine of those guys contribute. So um, I was really happy with how we competed. Uh, we had a couple bad turnovers in the first half that put us in a hole, gave them a short field for their first touchdown. Uh, we got inside the three and came away with no point at one point. Uh, two drop balls in the end zone really hurt us. And then, uh, you know, we dropped three touchdown passes by my count. So um, we were there. We competed well. We didn't run the ball as well as we'd like. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I think a lot of teams are going to have a hard time running the ball in Helena Capital with that defensive front. But uh, we got to improve there. And we got a little, we got a game under our belt for a few new starters. And um, I'm really excited about where we're going. You know, unfortunately, defensively, we did a great job stopping the run almost all night long. But uh, we gave up about two big plays, one of them being right after we tied up the game in the second quarter. Uh, they hit us with an 80-yard touchdown pass over the top, and that kind of put us back in a hole after we had kind of clawed back. But, you know, our kids, we, we were able to tie it up with our first possession of the fourth quarter, and, you know, we had two possessions there to try and go down and tie it or win it at the end, and we just couldn't execute it at the level we wanted to. But uh, very, very excited about um, the way we competed and, and hopefully what our ceiling is as the season goes on. Well, as uh, a, a good coaching co- friend of mine, Bo Baldwin, who was at Eastern Washington forever and now is at Cal Poly, he used to always say, hey, half the teams in the country lose every single week. Just like in Montana, half the teams in the state lose every single week. So sometimes in the scope of a season, it's not about necessarily the result, but how you respond to the result. So a, a good effort against a good opponent in your opener, how do you sort of carry that into this week now as you guys come to Missoula to play the defending champions in Missoula Sentinel? Well, I think the first thing is, is we don't just be satisfied with being close. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, It's great that we competed. All that stuff's really good, but don't be satisfied with where we're at. Um, We don't want to be a 500 team. We don't want to settle for second best. We want to be the best. So you got to come out and work on the things that hurt us last week, which there was plenty of us to continue to get better at. Uh, And then on this short week, you know, we got to make sure we get our guys in a position to compete against a team, you know, that's won 22 in a row. I don't think they've lost since, you know, November of 2019. So, Dane's got a great thing going there. Their kids believe they're going to win every game. Um, we think that we can go in there and challenge, you know, whether we win or not. That, that that remains to be seen. But, you know, at least go in there and compete from the first snap to the last. And, you know, if we do come out of there with a loss, we're going to make sure that they had to bring their lunch pail to beat us. Levi West, you joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television as our coach's corner here, as we'll do a couple times a week here on Nuanas Now. Uh, what have you thought of, of what Dane Oliver and Missoula Central have been able to construct here these last several years? They've definitely been a program that has risen rapidly, and now here they are in a 22-game winning streak, two-time defending state champions. It's a far cry from uh, back in the day when Sentinel really was struggling pretty much year in and year out. So what do you, you thought of the job Dane Oliver and his staff have done there at Sentinel? I think they've done a good job of building the culture that kind of feeds on itself. I think Dane puts a lot of work in. Um, you know, here at Bozeman High, we finally won that first one in 2010, and we kind of thought, man, this thing's going to keep feeding itself, and then the next year we went I had to find my headphones there. So, you know, we learned really early on that the culture only, you know, sustains itself if you're constantly feeding and building. And so um, I think he's done a really good job of continually putting in the work um, they've got a great group of bubble of kids coming through right now. I think that's another part of it, you know. Um, you know, high school sports is so cyclical. Some teams you get a good cycle of athletes. Some years you don't. Uh, you got to have talent to win games. But, um, you know, 
very well coached, very physical. They don't beat themselves. You know, I think one of the things that most impressed me in their state championship game last year was was probably one of the most dominant special teams performances I've ever seen by a team. And I thought that really um, helped them put that game away early on with just how they played on special teams. You know, they, they, they attacked you in every facet of the game. So, um, yeah, I really like Dane. I think he's a great coach, and um, they're doing some really good things there. Levi Weshi, Bozeman High School head coach, joining us here on Nuanas. Now his team plays in Missoula against Missoula Sentinel, the two-time defending Class AA state champions. And, Coach, we'll get you out of here on this. What are the keys for your team, then? What do you think of this matchup? What are going to be the key factors if you guys are going to come to Missoula and uh, end Sentinel's winning streak? Well, we got to match their physicality, number one. They're a team that wants to run the football, and I don't blame them. they got some good size. Um, we have to be able to run the football on our side of the ball to control the clock and eliminate three and outs. And um, and we don't want them to dominate the time of possession, which is something they did to us here last year. Um, you know, they're really dynamic. You're not going to shut those kids out forever. The Dolan kid, the Jones kid, they're all very, very talented. Um, so you got to just contain them. you got to limit the amount of big plays. I thought last week gave up too many big plays on defense, and that really stung us. Uh, so we got to limit the big plays, make them put together 10, 12, 13 play drives. And then, you know, we can't turn the ball over. Uh, I think, you know, in the last seven years I've been the head coach here, we've only lost one, or I'm sorry, only won one game where we lost a turnover battle. And I know that's an old coach and go-to, and people get tired of hearing about it, but you can't score if you don't have the ball. So um, we got to make sure that we're, we're maximizing every possession that we have. Levi Weshi, here on Nuanas Now. Bozeman High School at Missoula Central Friday night. Coach, appreciate you joining us. I know it's a busy week. Thanks for taking some time, and we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Must amend Bozeman at Missoula Central tonight. I uh, recorded that with Coach Weshi earlier this week, and uh, I hadn't realized that the game was moved to Thursday, but it's a great flex because that means it gets to be right here on uh, SWX Montana Television. Nuance Now ESPN Radio. Western Cider is the official cider of the Missoula Paddleheads. Enjoy Western Cider at every home game this season. They got great deals going on uh, right now, including during the entire Paddlehead season. If you stop by the tasting room on any home game day, show your game ticket, you're going to buy one cider and get one cider free. Kick back, kick back and enjoy a cheese and charcuterie plate with your cider and take a walk over the California Street Bridge to cheer on the Missoula Paddleheads. Western Cider is open 4 to 8 Monday through Thursday and noon until 8 Friday through Sunday. What's going on the rest of the week? We'll get you all set up. Keep it right here. New is now ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. Television. Sometimes there's so much wisdom and, uh, you know, 
just what you think maybe on the surface is just a catchy tune. What's up, everybody? Little Tracy Lawrence for you here uh, on your radio. Thanks so much for uh, hanging out with us. Hope you're having a phenomenal, uh, I guess, sort of end of your week. I know a lot of people maybe are uh, already off for Labor Day. Hope you got great plans. Hope you plan on staying hydrated. If you're going to the Grizz game, I've been saying it all week, but uh, I don't think I'm being exaggerated. I'm not exaggerating. I don't think there's ever been a game at Washington Grizzly Stadium when it was 95 degrees. Certainly in the 80s, maybe even the I don't know. I just don't think 95 in the sun has happened at Washington Grizzly Stadium. So uh, be safe out there for sure. Uh, you can always catch us here uh, on the radio. 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. You can also always stream the show on our station website, and you can always listen to our podcast. We love all you people out there that listen, period. But the podcast listeners, we've grown that audience tremendously over the last year and a half, and we're very proud of it. And uh, we love that you tune in uh, to the podcast. If you can't see the radio or, uh, I guess, hear the radio show or see the television uh, part of the show. So appreciate all those people as well. If you missed anything in today's show... One show, uh, we heard from Gary Goff, the head coach of McNeese State. They play the Bobcats on uh, Saturday night. We also talked some Grizz football, specifically Marcus Wellnell, officially, officially number 37. We also talked all the Big Sky Conference games tonight. There's four of them. Um, Western Oregon at Weber State, Cal Poly at Fresno State, Portland State at San Jose State, and Northern Arizona at Arizona State. Uh, That gets the Big Sky Conference officially kicked off here. Uh, so we talked about that. We also heard from Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. And we heard from Levi Weshi, Bozeman High School head coach, whose squad plays at uh, Missoula Sentinel tonight. So you can find that game here in a little more than an hour. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, the Montana State Bookstore, and the Advocates. Tomorrow, Regime Seabrook's going to come kick it. We also have a ton of interviews tomorrow as well. Patrick Netherton, who is the uh, play-by-play voice for Northwestern State, he's going to swing by. Actually, I think he's going to actually swing by because he's in town, (laughs) obviously, to call the game uh, with NSU playing at Montana on Saturday. So Patrick will join us one way or the other, but sounds like he will be able to make it over here. So he'll be in studio with us for a little while. Jim Gazzolo, who's the beat writer for McNeese State, uh, will also join us tomorrow. We're also going to hear from Brian Holsinger, who's the head coach of the Montana Lady Grizz. Caught up with him last week. We've been just trying to find a spot to play it, but an update on the Lady Grizz basketball program. We'll hear from Ryan Nelson, the head coach of Missoula Hellgate, Matt Johnson, the head coach of Missoula Big Sky, and Todd Hughes, the head coach of Missoula Loyola. All of that as part of our Garden City Spotlight. And we'll keep priming you up uh, for this Grizz game um, on Saturday as well as the Bobcat game as well. If you need something to do on Saturday, (laughs) I mean... It's Labor Day weekend. I think you probably already know. But if you're going to the Grizz game, come say what's up to us. We have a big party down there at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. We'll be broadcasting from an RV. We're going to have Domino's Pizza, Pepsi Cola. We're going to have drinks being served by the Badlander. We'll have all sorts of swag for you. Uh, there's all sorts of fun stuff going on around there. And you can listen to our college game day, uh, ESPN Montana, Grizz pregame show. Very excited to be back uh, there from uh, right below the walking bridge. Uh, just adjacent to the walking bridge. So come say hi to us. Come hang out with us. We'll be down there setting up uh, around 9 o'clock. I mean, if you want to come help set up, you're more than welcome. Andrew and I can for sure use a hand. Rajim Seabrook's going to kick it with us for a while, too, and he's always a big help. If you want to come set up, you can, but that's not the solicitation. Just come hang out with us once we are all set up. We'll be live 
uh, on the radio. We'll be hanging out from 9 o'clock on. We'll probably be actually able to hang out between 10 and 11, and then we'll be on the radio from 11 until 12.30, leading up to Montana's 1 p.m. kick against Northwestern State. Uh, the lines are out for these games, at least as of this morning. Montana State, a 17.5-point favorite against McNeese State. I think that's exactly right on. I would have said the Bobcats are a 17-point favorite in that game. And Montana, a 29.5-point favorite against Northwestern State. Now, I know Northwestern State uh, is 12-28 and 28 over the last four seasons. They haven't had a lot of success. Uh, they haven't been to Montana. They haven't been to, to Missoula uh, since 2004. So it's been a while since they've played in this venue. And they have to replace a ton. I mean, they, they lose their, uh, I think, top four wide receivers from last year. And this is a team that runs the air raid. They throw the ball a lot. They lost several prominent defensive players as well. Uh, but 29 and a half points seems like a lot. Andrew Houghton and I were talking about this uh, on the break. Um, and, and this is no disrespect to the Grizz. I think the Grizz are going to thrash Northwestern State. I think they're going to completely overwhelm them. I don't think Northwestern State's going to be able to do anything against the Grizz defense. But 29 and a half points is just a lot of points. I mean, you have to think, if the Grizz won 31-0, that would be an absolute stomping. And that would, that would also be a barely cover. Yeah, or like you said, if they go ahead and win 38-10 or something, you're not covering that. And the questions that I have, the Grizz can dominate a game and win 24 nothing, right? Because right. it's going to be the defense that's going to be dominating. I think they're probably going to score a lot of points in this game. But... I've got all the questions about the offense for the Grizz. I'm not going to predict them to score, you know, 45 or 50 points or something, and that's what you need if you're going to cover a 30-point spread. doesn't give you a lot of margin for error on defense. For sure. And I'm also disinterested with several new starters on the offensive line. I mean, one of one of Northwestern State's uh, best uh, players, period, and probably their best returning defensive player, is Isaiah Longino, and he's a six foot one and a half, two hundred and eighty pound defensive end, so good size. He had nine and a half sacks and eleven and a half tackles for loss a year ago, and, and so that's going to be a test for Montana's uh, offensive front. I mean, Northwestern State's going to have good players. I, I can almost guarantee you that Longino's a good player. I think Ray's, Ray Moser, the guy who the, has been doing uh, a lot of the media, a linebacker there, is a good player. They have good players on offense as well. I mean, they have an FBS transfer uh, at quarterback. So, uh, in Miles Fallon uh, from Kansas. So, they have good players. I just think that Montana's going to hold, I would put the over-under on Northwestern State's points scored at like, I'd say 14 and a half. And uh, still though, okay, so let's say Northwestern State scores two touchdowns. Then that means the Grizz got to score 45. And I just don't know if in Lucas Johnson's first start with the offensive line still finding their way, the uncertainty of Marcus Knight uh, being healthy or not. There's just a lot of moving parts. I think the Grizz will be fine. I think they're going to roll. I think uh, if this spread was 24.5, I'd take the over. I would take the Grizz to cover 24.5. But 29.5 is it's just a lot. It, it's a lot, especially with uh, kicker and, and all that. And so, again, I'm not trying to downplay anything with the Grizzlies. I'm just saying 29.5 uh, is a uh, quite a spread. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Uh, all sorts of fun guests for you. Uh, stick it right here because coming up in about an hour, uh, SWX Montana Television will have Bozeman High School at Missoula Sentinel, uh, a pivotal uh, Big Sky Conference tilt here. Um, so stay tuned for that. Also stay tuned for some previews of some of the high school games tomorrow as well. Uh, Missoula Loyola is going to Manhattan. We'll hear from Todd Hughes. 
Missoula Hellgate uh, plays Belgrade here in Missoula tomorrow. And uh, Missoula Big Sky heads over to Billings to play Billings Skyview. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Get you all set up for the weekend. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. And they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.